the wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cammie Crawford. And today I'm by myself. Yeah, I'm by myself. And guess what else I'm doing? I'm by myself in my house. So when you don't see video of this and you're wondering, like, where's this bitch at? I'm at home. I'm on my couch right now. I got my Stanley cup right next to me. I just devoured a Chinese chicken salad from Jones on 3rd because that's one of my faves. I've got a matcha next to me. I'm just relaxing. I've literally got my blanket on, got my feet up. You want to know why? Because today is the first day of my period. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She sent me back the whole day. I have felt like literally, I don't know if you guys feel like this. If you menstruate, who, honey, some people, y'all don't get cramps. And like, you are obviously God's favorite. And, you know, must be fucking nice. But for those of us who have painful periods, baby, honey, boo-boo child, it is not fun. It is not fun. And like, I've been checked for everything. So before you come in my DMs, like, make sure you check for polyps, this, that. I've checked for everything. Trust me. Okay. I've been getting my coochie scanned since I was 13 years old trying to figure out what's going on. There's nothing. Thankfully, because I know a lot of people really struggle with all kinds of different things. And like, oof, my heart goes out to you. But there's nothing there. I just literally have painful cramps. And I don't know why. Like my mom doesn't have um, My sisters don't really get cramps. Like I have one sister who's like, yeah, I never even know when my period's coming. I'm like, oh, oh you never know when your period's coming. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. When mine comes, she brings a hurricane. Okay. She literally is like a bull in a china shop. She knocks all that shit over. She's like, fuck all this shit. That's my period for you. And of course, as I'm talking shit about her, she is like ramming me in the guts right now. It's just, <laughs> it's not fun. It's not fun. And, you know, it's funny because yesterday I was on TikTok, as I always am, and Jackie Ina posted a video about, you know, like, come with me on the first day of my period. And she's like going throughout her whole day. And she talks about how 
she doesn't like to talk negatively about her period anymore because it makes her feel worse. And, you know, I get that. I understand. Like the self-talk is important. Unfortunately, my period, she does the self-talking for me. I don't speak for myself <laughs> about my period. My period talks for me. Okay. And she's like, please go run in front of a bus right now, immediately. Like that's what, those are the things my period tells me. Eat an entire family share bag of peanut M&Ms and then run in front of a, a tractor trailer for me real quick. And I'll be like, mm, okay, sure. Sounds great right now, actually. So, you know, I, I, I could try talking positively about her, but honestly, I don't have nothing nice to say about the bitch. That's how I feel about my period. But, you know, I appreciate other people and the ways that they're able to cope. I just I just can't. I just can't. This is how I cope with my microphone, sitting on my couch, talking shit about my period. That's how I feel about my fucking period. Period. Okay. So, you know, that's that's my 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 rant. That's my start. That's how we're kicking it off today because I know a lot of us are synced up. All right. We just had a full moon. So, you know, the time is the time is is here. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with. Other than that, you know, life has been really, really busy, and we'll talk more about that later at the end. Things have been insane, but at the same time, things have been really good because I'm like really diving in in therapy to like what brings me joy, what makes me happy, how to elevate those things. One of the things that I'll tell y'all that my therapist, Kelly, you know her, you love her. One thing that she told me about in our last session was creating a pie chart. And I want to talk about this today because I think it's really interesting and it kind of put things into perspective for me. So you create a pie chart and you cut it into eight different slices. And I'm actually going to pull my little notebook out right now. <laughs> you know, the Becoming a Whole New Bitch notebook that you guys have obviously bought in the merch store, along with the shout out to my therapist crew neck that you also bought in the merch store. <laughs> Shameless plug. But basically, you cut the pie into eight pieces and you label each piece. So one piece is health, career, love, spirituality, family, money, hobbies slash outdoors, and friends. So those are the eight slices that you're going to make. So it looks like a pizza with eight slices, basically. And in each kind of compartment, depending on what it is, so say it's health. Basically, what you're going to do is you're going to fill in the little part of that, like fill in the slice as far up as you feel fulfilled in that area. So starting from like the tiniest part and making your way up. I'm not good at describing shit over the damn audio, but you know what I'm saying? Fill it in as far up as you feel fulfilled, basically, and then give it numerical value. So like for health, I put that I'm at a seven because for me, you know, I'm working out, I'm becoming more consistent and it really helps me like with my overall mental health working out. Like you guys know, I just dropped a workout plan. If you have not picked it up, you need to go ahead and order it. It's online. It's a digital download, but it's called the I hate it here workout plan for the girls who hate fitness, but want to learn to love it like myself because I still don't fucking like it. But you know, it's, it brings me joy somehow, some way. Never thought <laughs> that that would be the case, but it does bring me joy. So I filled it up to a seven because, you know, I have also taken control of, you know, my vitamin intake, trying to make sure I'm getting the right vitamins. But 
I put it as a seven and not a 10 because all of these little parts are going to be out of 10 if you haven't figured that hard out. Because I still have some gut health things that I'm going to get underway. And like literally next week, I have an appointment with a gut health doctor and I'm so excited. He does like, what is it? Like holistic and traditional medicine. Because I don't know if I'm ready to go the full on holistic route. You know, I want to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to have somebody making me eat on tree bark to be able to get my gut together. Like, just tell me that I need to fucking stop eating dairy. Like, just give me some something I can use. News I can use, please. The Skims Fits Everybody collection is literally my best kept secret. It feels like nothing. And it just like melts to your body. You forget that you're even wearing it. I have been wearing Skims literally since they came out. I just got a shipment yesterday. I'm obsessed. But the Fits Everybody collection is my absolute favorite. Skims is a solution-oriented brand creating the next generation of underwear, loungewear, and shapewear for everybody. You guys know that I travel a lot, but I also just like to be comfortable on the regular. So right now I'm wearing the Fits Everybody Scoop Bralette. That's one of my go-tos. I also wear the Fits Everybody thongs. Pretty much every underwear that comes in the Fits Everybody collection I have and I wear regularly because they just feel amazing because they feel like nothing. And that's how I want to move about life right now. I'm absolutely obsessed. I have the Unline Demi Bra in Sienna, the Crossover Bralette in Onyx, the Pusha Bra, Everything that you can imagine from Skims, I have. All right. And you've heard me talk about them before, so you know I love them. The Fits Everybody collection of underwear are lightweight, form-fitting essentials. The buttery soft fabric molds to your body and stretches to twice its size. It's offered in a range of cuts and fits from underwear and bras to dresses, t-shirts, and bodysuits. Available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X and offered in nine core colorways and limited edition seasonal colors. And let me tell you, those seasonal colors hit. Believe the hype. This collection has over 90,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Skims Fits Everybody and more best-selling essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75, all at skims.com. And y'all, when you make your purchase, they're going to ask you how you heard about Skims. So click that button that says podcast and write in relationship. All right, let them know who sent you. All right, friends, if you're anything like me, you're trying to find a cause for your symptoms, okay? I can't tell you how many times I have gone on TikTok and just put in the search bar like what I'm experiencing, like, I don't know, chronic sneezing. And the next thing you know, I have somebody telling me a TikTok story time about some chronic sneezing episode that they went through and now they have some kind of crazy condition that is one in a billion and now I think I have it too, okay? When really, I just got allergies, So if you're like me and you stumble down TikTok rabbit holes full of questionable advice from so-called experts, trust me, there are better ways to get the answers that you want and the care that you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed take your insurance, and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. Now, you guys know how I feel about ZocDoc, okay? I use it all the time, all right? I just found my primary care physician on ZocDoc. I found my gynecologist on ZocDoc. I go to ZocDoc for everything. So no more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. 
Go to ZocDoc.com slash Cami and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash Cami. ZocDoc.com slash Cami. All right, friends, let's get back to the podcast. I know that once I get my gut health together, I will be feeling like a 10. So basically, the whole idea is that you're going to give numerical value and fill in each piece of the pie as far up as you feel fulfilled, write down, you know, little notes about what it is that you could do to further yourself in those areas and like what it would take to get you to a 10. So I'll tell y'all straight up, my lowest one I filled in and I gave it a value of a one out of 10. Guess what it was? Hobbies and outdoors. (laughs) Your girl needs to get a fucking hobby. Everything that I do for work is what I love to do. And like that kind of feels like my hobby, but it's not a hobby because it's a career. Like that's my job. So I'm, I'm realizing that I need to establish more hobbies outside of work. I really don't have any, like when I do have time to sit down, I'm sat bitch. Like I'm asleep. I'm napping. I'm literally catching up on rest and like TV shows, but that's not really a hobby. Like That's why I put a one because like I love watching TV, but that's not like my hobby. Like I'm trying to pick up a real hobby. So like, for instance, for that, what exactly I wrote down, I wrote that I need to find a hobby that sparks joy, (laughs) which sounds like really sad, but like I'm sure some of you can relate. And I put this as like a high priority, but I said, you know, I want to start maybe pottery classes. Like my boyfriend was like, he suggested that recently. He was like, why don't we go to a pottery class? And like, do something like that, like a one where you can like drink wine and make pottery. Like that sounds so fun to me. And I love him to death. You know, I always talk about him, (laughs) but I love him to death because he's so like down for whatever. And I think it's so cool because I'm so not that way, but he's making me more like, yeah, like let's, let's go here. Like, let's do that. Like, you know, so I really am down to do a pottery class. Like, I feel like I need to find a hobby that allows me to like use my body, use my hands, like put my energy into something versus sitting on my couch, you know, binge watching Bridgerton, although it's fucking amazing. Queen Charlotte, incredible. But that's not like a hobby, you know, unfortunately. And then, you know, I put down like maybe a cooking class because that's like another like thing I can use my hands and do. And then somehow, some way, y'all, you know, it's been very gloomy in L.A., but walking outside, you'd be shocked like what that can do for your life. I'm not an outdoorsy girl. You're never going to see me camping ever on the grass. Never. Nope. Not for me. But I do like a nice walk. And so like things that get me motivated to walk, I can walk to my nearest matcha place. So, you know, if I can do that, then like that's getting me mobile, getting me outside, getting me some fresh air and I get a matcha like there's a reward at the end of it, you know. So that, you know, as it gets warmer, like more outdoor hikes, my boyfriend and I like to do that. So, you know, I'm trying to just like do things that like double as different activities. So that also like doubles in my health category because mental health is a part of health and, you know, outdoor activity is good for your mental health, but also like it's a workout and like it's a two for one basically. So yeah, I just said that I wanted to do active hobbies that use my hands and allow my energy to flow out of my body because I have a lot of internal energy, but I'm trying to like expel that shit. You know what I mean? 
And then in each of the other categories, my highest category is love. No surprise. I have a 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10 in the love category. And no notes for that. I just put a heart because I'm I'm good there. And, you know, the, each of the other categories are a little bit more personal. So I'm not going to exactly share those because, like, those are my things. But, like, for instance, spirituality, I put a 5 out of 10 because... I don't know if y'all know this about me. I'm Christian. I was raised Christian, but I'm not super religious. I don't go to church every single Sunday, but like I love God and I pray. I just think of religion as like a very personal relationship. And I think, unfortunately, there are so many assholes that are associated with certain religions that they just like fuck it up for everybody and make it so unrealistic. And I hate that. But I I feel like in the spirituality department, it's not necessarily just religion. It's like mindfulness and like trying to become more centered and grounded. I think that that's a part of it. I have five million crystals and that also adds to spirituality. But like I'm not necessarily rubbing on them every day and making a fucking wish. You know what I mean? Child, tis the season. Allergy season, that is. I don't know about you, but I feel like every time I step outside of my door, as soon as I even, if, even if I crack a window open, I am hit with the pollen, the dander, the this, the that, all of the things that make me absolutely miserable and I need relief. But luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. And I don't have to suffer anymore because shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples because you know we need them especially during times like this, okay? Unprecedented allergy times. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now, I have been reaching for Claritin-D for as long as I can remember. It was actually the very first allergy pill that I had ever tried, and there's a reason for that. It really, really works and relieves your symptoms so quickly. As fast as you can even say the word pollen, Claritin-D could work just as fast for you. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies at all? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin-D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin-D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So I put a 5 out of 10 and I put as notes for things that couldn't be improved. Mindful walks and prioritizing more quiet time, spending less time on TikTok. Yeah, that's going to be a struggle. So that's a priority too. But again, the mindful walks leads back into the hobbies and outdoors category because it's an outside thing. And then that leads to the health. So like the whole entire pie is basically a way to create a better you and like the highest version of yourself, which is obviously what we aim for. So yeah, just like an idea for something that you can do. And I actually enjoyed it you know, even for spirituality, like journaling, I feel like could be a part of that. I'm not a big, big journaler, but like, I really want to get into it because I just feel like, I just feel like it helps. So many people do it and they love it. And like, even writing these little notes about each thing on my chart just really helped me. 
put things into perspective and like actually get things out of my mind of like, oh my God, I, I need to start being more mindful. I need to start, you know, focusing on my gut health. I need to start instead of just like having all these things inside of me, it's on a piece of paper. I can look at it and like, I can see exactly where I'm at and it can change like from week to week it can change. So I just think it's a cool idea. Try it. Let me know what you think. So that's, what's been going on with me. What's going on with you? Let's find out because you guys have written in your stories of what's been going on in your life lately that you need advice on. And I'm here to help. Obviously, that's why we're here. Okay, here goes the first one. Hi, Cammie. How do I trust a good guy again after running into so many crusty, dusty and not trustworthy bad guys? I feel like after negative past experiences, I've become so shut off and less open than I used to be. And now I met a good guy who has shown me consistency, affection, and also has his life together. But I'm out here on the hunt for red flags and a reason to leave. Love the show. Much love. Anonymous, please. Girl, I get it. Trust me. I get it. Triggers are real. And like, I feel like we, you know, in talking about like being ready for our next relationship, we often think like I have to drop all of my baggage in order to be with this next person. And the reality is like, that's not fucking possible. That's not possible. Even baggage that you thought that you had let go of, you still carry into the next relationship and you don't realize like it doesn't spark anything for you. It doesn't trigger you until something that is even remotely related to what you've been through in the past happens in your present. I've been there. I still go through this shit. Okay. And I'm in the healthiest, happiest relationship of my entire life but something small will happen and I have to talk myself out of it. I have to talk myself down from it. And something that I have been practicing is like just a mantra to myself, which is, and I think I've said this on here before. I'm not sure, but I just like to say, you're different. So be different. This is different. So let it be different. Meaning I have grown and changed. I have evolved. I have done the self-work. I'm still in the process. I'm still doing the things. So I need to move in that energy. I need to act like what it is that I have been working to be that I am now. Like I'm not who I was before. I don't value the things that I valued before as much. There, I have new values. I have new goals. I have new, you know, a whole new outlook on life and the things that are important to me. And I need to operate like that. I need to move like that. And for your new relationship where everything is going well, like let it go well. Why manifest and will the bad when we can manifest and will the good, you know? And like let, let him disappoint you if that's what's going to happen. Like, but like give him the fucking opportunity or give him the opportunity to prove himself to you. You have to give people the opportunity you know, so he's different. This situation is different. Let it be different. And I know it's hard because triggers are real. Like I said, like that we're human beings at the end of the day and like not for nothing. Our partners have triggers too. You know, whoever you're dating, they have triggers too. You don't know what could trigger them. To me, something that has helped me and my relationship is open conversation. Like when we're triggered by something, Maybe in the moment, we can't say like, if this is triggering, this is what's happening, blah, blah, blah. But like when we have the discussion, 
I realized that when I reacted about this, I wasn't actually reacting to this situation specifically. There have been things in my past that reminded me of that. And I it's misplaced aggression. It's misplaced anger. It's misplaced argument like, you know, and just being honest about that and not having the other person be like, oh, so you're still like hung up on that shit. Like the person who is your person is going to understand and appreciate your honesty and appreciate the fact that you can have enough self-awareness to be like, this is not you. This is a me thing because your stuff is your stuff. Like there's nothing there's nothing that's going to change that. The most incredible person in the entire world can't erase everything that you've been through. And honestly, like you have to go through the shit so that you can appreciate the good guy. But when you get the good guy, don't fuck it up because you're still operating like how you used to operate. You're different. So be different and allow the situation to be different. But I get it because it is hard. It's very, very hard. But like if you're always looking for a reason to leave, I guarantee you one is going to pop up. But a lot of times it's because we are either like micro dissecting every single thing and searching for it when there's really nothing there. And like, you can't live like that. You don't want to live like that. So it's really a self-work thing that has to happen. It's being like very aware, very self-aware, very cognizant of it when it starts bubbling up. And trust me, okay, I have been through it. I have been through it where I'm literally throwing things and like screaming and crying. And I'm literally, I've had to sit myself down and be like, bitch, are you fucking serious right now? (laughs) He's so fucking for real right now. This is like embarrassing low key. Like calm down. This is not that. Like stop right here. And it's really like, a spiral that we go down. So it's so understandable and it's so real. And like, I get it a thousand percent. So like, you don't even have to explain to me and no judgment at all, but you have to stop yourself in your own tracks and do the work so that this guy that you're dating isn't like, well, fuck, like I can't do anything right here. Like there's nothing that she's going to see that I do that. Like, what's the point in trying to show her or prove to her there's no amount of proving to her that's going to that's going to work. You know, and you don't want that. Nobody wants to feel like that. So, you know, and it's not your fault. Like people do this shit to us. People do this shit to us over the years and it just wears down your safety net and like feeling safe in relationships and whatnot. So it's not your thing. It's not your fault, but it is your thing, basically. So you got to work on it. Trust me. I'm right there along with you. Okay. <laughs> It's not it's not easy at all. Okay. Here goes the next one. Hey girl, long time no see. LOL. Hey. <laughs> I was wondering if you had any advice for someone that's going through a sort of journey of spirituality slash self-discovery and trying to figure out what they want from life and who they are as a person. Oh my God, wait. First of all, I don't know if you want to be anonymous or not, but hey boo. I know exactly who this is. I feel like after pretending to be someone for so long, I have no idea where to start when it comes to being authentic and finding out what I actually enjoy or want to do. I feel like at 25, I should have my shit together and all this figured out, but I still have no clue who I am or what I want. Listen, let me tell you something, okay? First of all, I love you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Secondly, at 25, you should not have your shit together and figured out. (laughs) You're not going to. You're not going to. At 25, I thought that I was supposed to have all my shit figured out too. And I was having 
what this you're in your quarter century life crisis right now. This is this is a part of it. Okay, everybody goes through it. People who say that they haven't gone through it, maybe they went through it at a different year, 24 or 26. But you go through it before you turn 30. You definitely have this moment of what the fuck is actually going on? Who am I really? What do I actually want? Who do I want to become? What is my legacy going to be? It's so daunting. And like, it's scary. It's scary to think about that. Like, because that you're basically forecasting what your future is supposed to look like and what it's going to be. And there's no way of knowing. All you can do is focus on what makes you happy right now and like what you're really good at right now. And whatever that may be, like dive into that head first. Don't be afraid to start that business. This is like the time for you to fuck up and make mistakes and do the things. And, you know, I think especially when you're pretending to be someone else or wearing masks like we we all do in different ways different severities. But when you are trying to figure out who you really are at your core, it can be it can be one of the most vulnerable things that you will ever do in your entire life. And really stripping everything down and trying to get to like the the core, like the essence of who you are and what makes you happy. And I think, you know, therapy obviously is a great place to start with that and just like peeling back the layers like removing all the things that other people have put onto you what your friends say you're good at what your parents have always wanted you to become all of those things and being like what do I actually give a fuck about what are the things that I actually love to do and maybe this is an opportunity where journaling becomes like a thing and maybe this is an opportunity where the pie chart becomes a thing of like, how fulfilled do I feel in each area of life? And what would be something that could help me get closer to a 10? It's not going to get me to a 10 immediately, but what could get me closer to that point? And just really taking the time. It's going to take time. Like it's going to take time, especially when you have been feeling inauthentic for a while, when you have been feeling like you're not really living your best, like truest life as yourself and not for nothing because I know you. I also know that like you've been going through a huge life transition. There's a lot that has been going on in your world and you're still trying to feel settled in who that person is and what that person looks like. And there's so many outside influences telling you, you need to look like this. You need to act like this. You need to dress like this. Fuck all that. Who are you? What do you care about? What do you like to wear? Who do you want to be? Like, what what kind of person do you want to be? And then build from that. What kind of job do you want to have? Like, what kind of career do you want? Those things are who you are and not dictated by anybody else. Like, if you cut money out of it, if you cut experience out of it, like, what do you actually want and who do you actually want to be? If Everybody in your life hadn't beaten it out of you what it is that you truly wanted out of life. You know, when you're a kid, people are like, what do you who do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? And kids are like, I want to be an astronaut. And kids in their school be like, you're not going to be an astronaut. You could never go to space. And the, the teachers are like, well, let's think about something more realistic. It's like, fuck you. Like, fuck all those people. Or like, you're like, I want to be a pop star. And they're like, you can never be. Lady Gaga, like, shut the fuck up. I wish that we could go back to those times and be like, shut the fuck up. I can be whoever I want. 
If I want to be the fucking president of the United States, that's what I'm going to do, bitch. But of course, kids are mean. Even teachers are mean. Parents are mean. Siblings are mean. They beat it out of us. Like they beat our dreams out of us. But when you think back to like when you were a kid, the things that sparked joy for you, the things that made you the happiest, like what were those things? Are you still feeling connected to those things? Where can you bring those things back into your life? All of that. So really write it down. Like I said, I'm not a big journaler, but I am big on writing shit down. (laughs) So I love to have a notebook like when I need to write down notes and like plan things out. I also use the notes app on my phone, of course, just to like, you know, see what's going on in the brain and like put things down. Sometimes you have to put things down on paper and then you'll see how far you've come from those moments. So that's my advice. But also give yourself grace because you're going through a lot of shit. You're going through a lot of shit and you're being exposed in a lot of ways. It feels very, you know, there's a lot of vulnerability that has to happen on your part right now. And so peeling back another layer and diving really deep can be really scary. So that's why I suggest like doing it with a therapist because, you know, I've had to do it too. Like cutting back masks and layers that were built up on me during the pageant years or, you know, things that I felt like I had to do to kind of protect myself and shield myself. And it's it's vulnerable work. Like it's work and you're going to cry and you're going to like feel very exposed and like it's going to happen. But like you have to let it if you're going to get to the next phase of your life. Besties, this is for the beauty girls, okay? You know how much I love Sephora. The fact that I'm even talking about them right now here on this podcast is just like music to my soul, okay? Not even to my ears, to my soul. I am at Sephora, I mean, at least once a week. There's no way that I can walk past a Sephora and not go inside, all right? I'm, I'm addicted. I'm in love. And Sephora has an amazing wide variety of clean makeup brands and products that you can choose from. I know we're all about the clean beauty these days, and there are some brands that I am loving that I have to tell you about. First of all, the Milk Makeup Hydro Grip Primer, chef's kiss. It is so amazing. I use it every single time I apply makeup. It keeps that makeup on, okay? She does not move, and it's clean. Can you believe? So, so good. Then we got the Ami Colay lip treatment oil, honey. I have it in the color reflection. I have like some of the tinted ones too, but the clear lip oil, I have it on right now. I put it on every night. I'm obsessed with a lip oil and this one is just so, so good. It's got some amazing ingredients and it gives you that intensive lip care that you need with the comfort that you want. So if you're like me and you love to shop makeup, but you want to try clean beauty, these are some amazing brands that you can get into, okay? You're not going to regret it. Go give it a try. And then Ami Colay is black female owned. So you know we love that. So you got to try them. To learn more, visit sephora.com slash clean. That's sephora.com slash clean to learn more. All right, besties, I'm powdering. I'm putting my little last minute gloss on and let's get back to the podcast. Okay, here goes the next one. Hey, bestie, I just got out of a seven and a half year relationship. Shit. Or well, as of February. Any advice on reading men or even flirting because it's awkward as hell out here. Dating apps aren't really used where I'm from and I'm lost. It's been way too long since I've been in the game and I could use some pointers. Your bestie all the way from Guam. Hey, Guam. Shout out to Guam, y'all. Whoo. Yeah. Seven and a half years out of the dating game can feel like you're in a completely different world. It's a whole new world, honey. (laughs) It's a whole new world. 
And it's not really a new fantastic point of view. So I don't know what the fuck Jasmine was talking about in Aladdin because that's some bullshit. When you get out of a relationship, it is spooky, scary season out here. Okay. And I get it. So basically what you need to understand is that men are not difficult at all. They're really not. And I don't know if you're looking to like date right away or if you're just trying to like, you know, put the feelers out there. After a long relationship, it's nice to just get out and get some new fresh attention. What I like to do is like get a good girlfriend, somebody who's fun, somebody who's like, you know, down for the shits, you know, you know, not necessarily a hoe friend, but like, you know, a friend who's down with the shits, like like both of y'all in your hoe face, you know, or like both of y'all are down for whatever. So that you have somebody who like you can go to a bar with or like a nice little cute lounge because like you want to go in the places where you want to get attention. Like I don't want to go to a fucking nasty sports bar during the playoffs. Like mm, not really my scene. I would go to like a high class, you know, lounge where they're playing the game during playoffs because the men's will be there and hopefully some possible options will be there in attendance and go with that friend and like hang out, go get one drink. That's the rule. That's the rule that I made. You buy only one drink for yourself during the night and everything else after that must be paid for. Yes, that is my rule. I guess maybe it sounds toxic. I say it's fucking feminism. So listen up. You're going to go to the fucking bar. You're going to get one drink for yourself and everything else is going to be taken care of. What you're going to do while you're at the bar going to make friends. You're going to smile at people, make eye contact. I think we forget to smile at men sometimes because we hate when we're walking down the street and we get catcalled and they're like, give us a smile. And you're like, do you fucking pay my bills? No, but this is not that. Okay. We're out on the prowl. We're trying to get, you know, just a little attention, a little attention and get them drinks paid for. So, and even if you don't drink, like order sparkling water, whatever you got to do, just stick with me. So, you smile, you make a conversation, give a compliment. Like even here's the thing about me. My Libra moon loves to flirt when I was single. Disclaimer. I'll be flirting with nobody. Once I once I get locked down, I literally my blinders are on. I don't see anybody except for my man. But when I was single, I love to flirt. I'll flirt with anybody at the time. <laughs> Do these little disclaimers. I'll flirt with anyone back then when I was single. So like, who cares if you're not super attracted to them? Like you're, this is all practice. This is all for shits and gigs. Like just enjoy, you know, talk. Like I love that color on you. Like what is that? You smell amazing, by the way. Like quick little compliments. Men eat that shit up. Okay. They love that shit. So give a quick compliment. Tell them you like a shirt. When you're talking to them, like maybe you touch their forearm, like something quick, they their bicep, like not a squeeze, but like a little, oh my God, yeah. Da, da, da. You know, just be be open, feel free. And the reason why that friend that you pick is so vital is because in the case that you do end up meeting somebody who's like, yo, we're going to go to this next spot. Do you want to come? You want to be with the friend that's like, bitch, let's go. You don't want to be with the friend who's like, now I have to get home. The cat feeder is empty and I need to fuck. Bitch, you should have came prepared, okay? Or bring the cat with you. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So you want to be with the friend who is down for the count. You don't want to be with the friend who's like, 
doing too much. You want to be with a friend who is like with the shits and is down for a good time. And that's like, that's the best experience. A, a real wing woman. That's what you need. Okay. And you'll be the same for her. It's fun that way. And it's even better if you're both single or maybe like one of your mom friends because they be wanting to get out. All right. Call your fucking mom friend. She wants to go. She wants to hang out. So that's my advice. Just like be free. I know it sounds so like kind of cliche, kind of hard to do, but it really is like liberating. Once you realize like it really doesn't fucking matter. Nobody cares. You don't have to like treat everything so seriously. Not every guy that you meet has to be your husband. Like just go have fun and have the idea of like these drinks are going to pay for one way or another, but it's not going to be me. (laughs) But obviously bring your wallet. I think it helps. I think it really does help. And it like helps boost your confidence too. Like you'd be feeling real cute. You could have a couple guys buy you different drinks and your friend. Make sure your friend gets a drink too. Okay. Make sure if you get one, you'd be like, oh my God, I would love a drink. But like my friend is here too. And you know, make sure you fucking take care of her. That kind of thing. So just, just go out. Just start doing that. Just start going out. Start like putting the feelers out there. See what's out there. See if you even like what the fuck is out there. And if you don't like what is out there where you're going, you got to switch it up and go somewhere else. But I suggest like nice lounges, dinners, like cute little dinner spots. Like just go. Just be outside, basically. And welcome back to the world. Seven and a half years is that's a long time. I'm sure you learned a lot from that relationship and, you know, now you're back outside and it's going to be fucking amazing. Okay. You're going to make your next move your best move. But in the meantime, you need to have fun. So that's my advice. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Here we go. The next one. Help. I've been dating this guy for about a month. Everything seemed to be going good until his birthday. Don't you always feel like birthdays just fuck everything up? Birthdays can tell you a lot about a person. Whether it's your birthday or their birthday, they can tell you a lot about a person. Okay, here we go. We had plans to go out to dinner, but he blew me off to get drunk with his friend. I put up a birthday banner and four balloons in my apartment as we were supposed to hang out and sent him a picture and he freaked out saying that it was nice, but this was moving too fast for him. Mind you, he introduced me to his mom on date number two, spends at least two nights a week at my place, talks about buying a house together and what we'd be like in 40 years after we're married. But my four $1 balloons is moving too fast. How? Okay, let me tell you something. (laughs) Because at first I was thinking, Hmm, a banner and balloons. 
feels like a lot for a month. But you're saying that he spends a night, two nights a week. You met his mom on the second date. He talking about buying a house in it. Let me tell you something. Wish you could see me on video because I'm literally shaking my hand like no in the air. Men, some men, we're not saying all because, you know, they're going to be in the comments very heavily being like, not all men. Okay, if it don't apply, let it fly. Nobody's talking about you. But for some men, they love to sell you a fucking dream. They love to sell you a dream. I wonder, is he a Pisces? Is he a Pisces or a Cancer? Tell me. But they love to sell you a dream. And it's like, you don't even have to do all that, bro. Like, you don't even have to tell me all this shit. You don't. You really, really don't. But you're choosing to. So why? Why do they do these things? It's a good question. I think that in their minds, a lot of them do want those things. But they're realistically not actually ready for them now. So it's almost like they're just playing make-believe. Like, they're playing house. Which is weird as shit. I don't think that based on the amount of time that you guys are spending together and how this has been going, that it's too much like you. That's now now knowing the context. It's a very sweet gesture. The fact that you guys had plans, but then he blew you off. It's not looking too good. It's not looking too good. And then he's freaking out. You're moving too fast. Girl, focus on yourself. (laughs) Focus on yourself. You guys are still just dating like you're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet from what it sounds like. So you should still be out meeting people and having fun. It's moving too fast for him. You feel fine. Like you might need to just keep your options open and have a conversation about whether or not that's what you guys are doing. Like be open, be honest, have the conversation. But like mm, you're saying we're moving too fast, but you're talking about our a future. So, you know, let's be very honest and communicate about what our actual expectations are. Because that's that's the thing. Like, I feel like, you know, as a lot of women, we love to think about the future. Like, what the fuck do you mean? I just met you. Now I've got your last name. I'm thinking about, you know, what our future kids names could be. Does it match the names that I have on my list? Like, do the names that I have on my list go with your last name or should I rethink them? Or like, does my first name go with your last name? Like, should I hyphenate? Like, what's the T? We think about those things. They just be talking, I feel like. Half of them, they just be talking shit. And it's just like, nobody even asked you, why are you chatting shit, bro? Nobody even asked you to say these things. I don't get it. I don't get it either, as much as you don't. But what I do know is you have control over what it is that you're going to do moving forward. I think what you need to do is dial it back a little. Dial it back a little, have a conversation, be like, you know, I was disappointed that you or I was surprised that you felt like that was moving quickly considering the nature of our conversations you know the fact that you're introducing me to your family like for me that means a lot and I just want to gauge from you what your expectations are what means the most to you where you're comfortable and see where we can you know find a common ground here because I feel like we're not on the same page. And then after he tells you whatever he's going to tell you, which is probably going to be some bullshit, then you can make your next move and we'll figure out what you're going to do. But I think that, you know, if he's getting freaked out by kind gestures and already ditching plans to do God knows what for his birthday, which sounds like he met up with his friend, started talking about the situation. His friend was like, whoa, bro, whoa, whoa, she got you balloons. 
what the fuck is she in love with you or something? Not even bringing in the fact that like you're making me fall in love with you. (laughs) That's kind of like what you're doing until you guys have actually had that conversation. Like I always say, it's nothing until it's something. So you're still free to do it as you please too. Just be be mindful of it. Have the conversation and go from there. But be be very, you know, clock this one in. Log this one because this is this is a moment. This could be a, a flag here. This could be a red flag here. So just just think it over and consider keeping your options open because the somebody else could get the balloons and fucking love you for it and think that it's the sweetest thing in the world. You know, you don't have to be dealing with the guy who's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I hate when they do that shit. Oh, it's so annoying. I'm sorry you're even dealing with that. But it's going to be fine. Have the conversation. Try to keep your emotions out of it. Because, you know, as we've talked about on the podcast with Six about how men operate, they feel like too much emotion associated with something too quickly. And they're like, oh, my God, let me dodge this bullet. Like, shut the fuck up. Don't you ever want to tell them that? Like, I always want to tell men, just like, shut the fuck up. They're so ugh, disgusting. Sorry to the men who are listening. We love you. You are not them. Okay. Not all men. Oh, all right, guys. Wow. Well, my cramps are crumping and jumping right now. They're really revving up. So I think it's time for me to wrap it up. But I wanted to talk to you guys because as you know, Life has been lifing lately. There's a lot of busy shit going on. Catfish has really ramped up production and we're going to be filming a lot throughout the whole summer. It's a little bit chaos, (laughs) but obviously everybody wants more catfish, which is a blessing. Everybody loves the show. We love doing it. So we have a certain kind of like a quota of episodes that we have to hit in a really short amount of time, which means I'm going to be busy AF. In addition to everything else that I have going on, like it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, this is the difficult decision that I've had to make. Don't fucking hate me. This is just what I have to do. And I know you guys want more catfish. So, we got to do what we got to do. I have to take a little bit of a break. I have to take a hiatus. This is not a permanent thing. Okay. At all. I repeat, this is not a permanent thing. I will be back. But in the meantime, girl, I cannot, I cannot. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot going on and I'm trying to keep up with everything, but it's a struggle. Okay. And it's affecting my pie chart. So I need to, (laughs) I have to, you know, dial things back where I can and get back to it when I can be at my fullest and at my best. So here's what we're going to do. In the meantime, in between time, we're going to be posting a lot of the full episodes to our YouTube channel at Relationship Pod. If you are not following us on YouTube, I don't know what to tell you because that's where the T is. That's where the full video of our episodes will be at. Okay. So make sure you go there. It's at Relationship Pod on YouTube. And, you know, we've got we've got some subscribers on there, but make sure you go ahead and subscribe. We have a few full episodes there already, but we're going to be posting more. So make sure you check that out. In addition to that, we're going to be re-airing a few of my favorite episodes, so you can catch those here if you haven't checked them out yet. I mean, we've got 91 episodes, (laughs) y'all. There's a lot of episodes. There's a lot of content to listen to. And for those of you who have been avid listeners since the beginning and have caught all 91 eps, 
I love you so much. I really, really do. Thank you so, so much. But maybe there's one you missed. So go back, take a listen, see what's up, or go over to the YouTube channel and watch the full video episode so you can see the live reactions, how we're talking in studio. You know, we've had some amazing guests. So I want for you guys to be able to see all that content. So we're going to be rolling those out. You'll see when they're posted on our socials at Relationship on Instagram. And yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back. I'll be back and better than ever. But you know, a bitch got to work. <laughs> I got to go to work, bitch. <laughs> I got to go to work. But I'm not letting go of this podcast, obviously, because it's so much fun. And I love connecting with you guys. And this honestly is like my one outlet where I feel like I can just be myself. You know, I, I just feel like I can really connect with y'all here and just talk freely. And I love our conversations. Like, like I said, this is not the end. Okay, so please don't be in my DMs like, oh, my God, I loved the podcast. No, I don't need you to say loved, bitch. You love the podcast currently. It's still happening. Don't play, please. We're still here. But what I do want you to tell me at Relationship on Instagram, send us a DM. Tell me who you want our next round of guests to be like, who should we have on the show? I've got my own list of dream guests, of course, but I would love to hear from you guys. I want to know who you want to come on the podcast. So send me a DM, send me some profiles, whoever you think, like people that you love listening to, opinions you love to hear, experts that you love to follow and listen to. All this shit is important to me. And I want to make sure that we talk about all of it or even topic ideas. I'm down for that too. So hit me up, let me know. And when we're back, you know we're about to be back in full force, honey. You already know. But right now I, I, have, a, I have to go do my other 5,000 jobs. It's been a difficult decision to make because obviously like in an ideal world, the Virgo rising in me would love to do it all. But I have to be realistic with myself. And this is just one of those things. So I hope that everybody can respect that. And yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> so be fucking ready. All right. And yeah, go listen to the old episodes. Watch the episodes on YouTube. DM me and make your pie charts. Okay, that's your homework. By the time I come back to this podcast, I want to know that you have done all of those things. Okay. I love you guys so fucking much. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye, bestie. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only mean five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.